Gospel by now, you certainly know what that theme song means. That's right. It's Two Paths, a show that was created by and is still hosted by none other than Las Vegas attorney Keith Gallagher. Today, we'll be talking the law because one week, that's why it's called Two Paths, one week we'll talk his beautiful music. I mean, this guy goes in to sing a song for his wife, okay, for Christmas. The tears start flowing. Next day, he gets a phone call. He's been cutting records ever since. I think he's won over 62 or 3 awards. I'll let him straighten me out as soon as he gets on the air. But today's my favorite. Today is the legal path we're taking because we're going to utilize his knowledge, his experience, and his comments when it comes to the law. So remember, we're heard on 1180 AM KCKQ, a Lotus radio broadcast signal, and we're heard around the world at americamatters.us. Just click on the Listen Live button. Give us a call, 844-790-TALK. Again, 844-790-8255. I'm excited because today's show, I'm going to turn it over right now to the creator, the host of today's show, and we're talking the law, Mr. Keith Gallagher. Well, Eddie, thank you for your usual wonderful introduction, and uh, I understand we have another co-host today. You better Anita believe Foster. it. Anita Foster is here yeah. with us as well, so she's going to grace our show, and obviously, Eddie, she's going to make you and I look a whole lot better. Amen, <laughs> amen. She already so, does. She thank already you does. for I, having I me. I don't doubt that for a moment, and again, this is a two-pass radio show. We're talking about the law today. Uh, those of you who have been following the news, and I assume most of you have, have, course, have of course, have been aware of the recent government shutdown. We're going to talk about how that happens. We're going to talk about the issues that arise as a result of it. We're going to talk a little bit about national emergencies, uh, what chances President Trump have to build his wall, one of the underlying political considerations behind it, which is going to be, I think, a very interesting conversation. But remember, everybody out there, this is a talk show. So we want you to call in, text in your comments, your questions, your concerns, because we're here to answer those questions as well. And, Eddie, if you would, would you give them our contact information? I sure would. Now, remember, we want you involved in this show. If you'd like to text in because you're a little shy, that text number is 775-237-2266. But remember the number I said at the beginning of the show. That's more important because you can call me and Keith Gallagher from anywhere in the world totally toll-free at 844-790-8255. Back to Keith. Well, now, for those of you who think the government shutdown is behind you, uh, I suspect we're probably wrong. Uh, we had a long shutdown, the longest ever. Uh, and, of course, it, right now the government's back in full force. Uh, supposedly, the Democrats, Republicans, President Trump are negotiating a resolution of the dispute about whether or not President Trump will be able to receive $5.7 billion to construct his border wall. Uh, as a practical matter, it's going to be interesting to see what happens this next couple of weeks. President Trump has already said that it's less than 50-50 that there will be some type of resolution. Uh, interestingly, the, Repub the Democrats have been out there busily coming up with some of their own solutions to the, the border issue. Uh, most recently, they have proposed a legislation which does a couple of things. First of all, it would significantly boost spending for scanners at ports of entry humanitarian aid for apprehended migrants, and new aircraft and ships to police the U.S.-Mexico border. It would also freeze the number of border patrol agents, but then block any wall construction in wildlife refuges along the border. So I guess 
Eddie um, and Anita, <laughs> what do you what do you think the chances are that President Trump is going to look at that legislation and say, oh, what a wonderful solution? Well, you know, what issue? You know, you know, that's perfect, because first question comes from the audience and I'll read it out loud to you, Keith, and then you can take it from there all the way to the break. President Trump has ordered a partial shutdown of federal government as a result of his dispute with the Democratic Party over the building of the border wall on the southern border of the United states of mexico although the shutdown has been temporarily lifted it is very possible that it could be revived again if they don't give president trump his border wall in fact president trump like you heard keith gallagher say rates the chances of success for these negotiations in the next three weeks at only 50 50 keith well, actually, what happens is this. It was a partial shutdown. It wasn't a total shutdown. Roughly 20% of government services were eliminated and workers were furloughed. Now, isn't it interesting? 20% of the services meant that 800,000 government workers were furloughed. So if we do the math, uh, let's see. That would be 800,000 times four, which would be somewhere between three and four million government employees. So I'd say that's a pretty good size operation, wouldn't you, Eddie? You better believe it. Now, listeners, I'm going to say this to you as we go into a break, because there's so much really good information for us to go over. I want you to go over it with us. That phone number again is 844-790-8255. And you just heard Keith say one that, Anita, I believe you were going to bring up to him when he comes back. So give him the question now. He'll think about it during the break. And then when we come back from the break, he'll give you the answer. Believe me, I know. Okay. How much of the partial government shutdown is it? All right. I'll I'll answer that one after the break. All right. I tell you what. Now, again. I want you to know you're heard on 1180 AM, KCKQ, a loaded signal, and AmericaMatters.us worldwide. Gimme, gimme candy. Give me, gimme, gimme candy. Gimme candy, USA. Gimme candy, sunburst, chocolate rocks, salted caramel pretzel bites, dark chocolate expressos, chocolate pistachios, gimme candy coated almonds, hot rocks, and Nevada rocks. Gimme candy, everyone loves gimme candy. Get gimme at 7-Elevens, Reno, Incline Village, Truckee, Sparks, Sun Valley, and Carson City. Gimme, gimme candy. Thanks for a great year. Visit gimme candy, 405 Edison Way, Reno. Gimme candy in 7-Eleven. Gimme, gimme candy. We're talking to Victor from Precision Diamonds. Victor, I don't know anything about jewelry at all. I don't know anything about diamonds. I need to get something for my lady. Well, you know what, Jim? Come on in. We are your local jeweler, and we want to be your personal shopper. For 27 years, we know that we are doing business directly with the right manufacturers. We have negotiated great prices. They have the right trend, the right designs, quality, from earrings to pendants to you name it, we've got it. That means you're going to help me from beginning to end. My family, we've been working for this for for a long time. I don't know how to change oil or anything, but I know diamonds. I know jewelry. So if you want to come in, you don't have to worry about anything. We'll find the exact gift that you're looking for that's going to make you look like a million bucks, that you really took the time and effort to choose something, not just say, I'll take this. You know, your lady will know that you took the time and found a beautiful gift for her. Thank you, Victor. Precision Diamonds, your local jeweler across from the convention center. This is Clarence Collins, producer of Keith Gallagher Jr.'s music and a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Tune in every Sunday 
at 1.30 p.m. and Tuesdays at 4.30 p.m. to hear Keith Music on the Music Path Show. You've heard of Candelaria's Mexican restaurants. Well, there's more to Candelaria's than just Mexican for lunch and dinner. Now at the Reno location, Candelaria's is open for your favorite American breakfast and lunch. Located at 180 West Peckham in the Reno Town Mall Annex, Candelaria's is serving breakfast starting at 6 a.m. And for lunch, mix and match your Mexican and American favorites for the best of both worlds. Come see Candelaria's today. Carry out and delivery is also available. Just call 449-5502 to place your order today. The Delta and Bonanza saloons in Virginia City are simply elegant. Imagine ascending the grand staircase and being surrounded by the Victorian elegance and grandeur of the historic banquet rooms. Original crystal chandeliers, mahogany bars, and oak dance floors highlight the eloquently appointed spaces. A truly romantic and unique setting for your wedding, banquets, or holiday parties. Detailed ceremony and menu planning ensures your special event is a memorable occasion. With just one call to Jesse at 775-847-0789, all of your arrangements will be handled by their experienced staff with your every expectation in mind including cakes flowers photography videography music and party amenities complete ceremony and reception packages are available as well as their famous themed weddings since 1865 the delta and bonanza saloons guests have come from every state in the union now it's your turn no event is too large or too small let the delta and bonanza saloons plan your next incredible event call jesse at 775-847-0789 This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now back to the show. Well, this is Keith Gallagher. We're back. Two Pass Radio Show. Again, we've got Eddie Floyd and Anita Foster as our co-hosts today. Before the break, Anita had asked me a question, but as we know, sometimes our listeners will join us after the show starts. So probably so we have some continuity here. Anita, if you would, why don't you ask me the question again? I would like to know how much of the partial government shutdown is there? Well, the estimates in the press have been about 20%, and but there have been specific areas that have been affected by the government shutdown. Uh, airport security, for one thing. The, T, the TSA people weren't getting paid. Of course, that prompted a whole bunch of call-ins. Um, a lot of people were sick over this government shutdown time frame. So airport security was not what it was before the shutdown. Uh, parks and museums, and you know they remain open, but there's limited staffing. Uh, So they don't have all of the uh, facilities that they normally have operating. And, of course, you remember all of you who watched the the news, uh, the photographs of the garbage piled up in all the national parks, claiming there's no one to clean them up. Uh, In addition to that, uh, the science research and public health areas of the government have been affected. Uh, Some government labs are empty with scientists having been sent home. Research, some of it time-sensitive, has been disrupted, and the flow of grant money may be interrupted as well. Uh, there are several government agencies that are largely unaffected, such as the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the National Institutes of Health. Uh, I was a little bit surprised that law enforcement has been was impacted by the shutdown. And that, of course, is a little bit more personal. I have a son who works for the FBI, and he missed three paychecks Whoa. During, during the government shutdown. They were paying the FBI which, of course, to me, doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but uh, that's what was happening. 
the food inspections uh, from the agriculture department were being limited uh, because of, of a lot of inspectors who were furloughed. Uh, however, for those people who were on Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, uh, they were untouched because the Social Security funds have already been allocated. So the Social Security checks went out uh, as they normally went out, along with Medicare, Medicaid. Uh, those payments were still being made. So they weren't affected. There was some effect on the, uh, on the judiciary as well. We had a situation where they were running out of money and many of the support personnel were being furloughed. Uh, it's had mixed effects on criminal investigations because obviously the FBI is shorthand, was shorthanded during the uh, shutdown. So from their perspective, uh, they weren't investigating what they normally investigate. The U.S. Securities Exchange Commission, uh, 4,400 employees were sent home. So obviously that impacts them. And of course, the, the one that's near and dear to Eddie the Internal Revenue Service. <laughs> I know how that. I know how that bothers you, Eddie. But yeah. <laughs> uh, there was about 12 percent of the agency's nearly 80,000 employees were still working, according to a contingency plan. Mm -hmm. So uh, the IRS was very short-handed, uh, and of course, uh, after the tax filing season is, you know, it's about to begin. Uh, the IRS is going to face plenty of questions from taxpayers over recent changes in the tax law, but. Obviously, they're not going to have to answer them if the people aren't there. So the, the interesting thing about this, this shutdown is that it affected only specific um, agencies of the federal government, not the entire federal government. And it makes you wonder, do you think during the shutdown, do you think our congressmen were getting paid? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I don't see anything in any of the publications that talk about the fact that the Congress, uh, the senators and the House of Representatives were not getting paid during the shutdown. I suspect they were. I do, mm. too. And I believe that most of them took paid vacations to places like Hawaii. I know one for sure. Now, let me ask you a question, Keith, when it comes to the building of the border wall proposed by President Trump. Do you think uh, that any violations of any environmental laws are involved? Well, let's put it this way. Um, challenges are always filed with the courts whenever President Trump does virtually anything. And, of course, uh, this was no different. The, uh, there was a lawsuit filed by an organization that was funded by um, people who are sympathetic, obviously, to the Democratic Party and not too sympathetic to President Trump. And they filed a lawsuit uh, challenging the construction of the border wall arguing that this construction would threaten endangered animals and violate environmental laws. Uh, what happened is they lost this case in the lower courts. They then brought it to the United States Supreme Court, but the U.S. Supreme Court on Monday said it would decline to hear a challenge to the Trump administration's proposed border wall brought by these environmental groups. So the challenge was made However, it was rejected by the United States Supreme Court. So once the Supreme Court says we're not going to hear it, what that means is the lower court order stands and the lower court order denied the environmentalists uh, motion or request to stop the construction of the border wall. So the environmental considerations right now appear to be out the window. Wow. You know, before Anita asks her next question, uh, I want to ask you a question. I've heard rumors about uh, this shutdown actually affected the United States Coast Guard. Is, is that fake news or is that true? True, I think. It, it, well, according to the press uh, and according to the, all, all sources, it is true that the United States Coast Guard has been affected. Remember, 
it's affected law enforcement. Right. Now, U.S. Coast Guard actually is a, a military arm of the United States government. You would think that it would not have affected the U.S. Coast Guard. Now, the one thing that we don't know is, that, is exactly how. Uh, have they not been paid? Have they have had to furlough uh, uh, U.S. Coast Guard people? We don't know the answer to that because remember, the shutdown did not affect payments to any of the other military branches. All of the other service people were still getting paid. Mm, amen. I have a question for you, Keith. Uh, are there any serious legal obstacles to the building of a border wall separating the United States and Mexico? There are. Uh, there's little question about that. Um, first of all, it, this, this requires a little bit of analysis. There is something called the National Emergencies Act. It is a law passed by Congress in 1975, which, and the purpose of the law, uh, was to stop open-ended status of national or states of national emergency and to formalize the power of Congress to provide certain checks and balances on the emergency powers of the president. The act empowers the president to activate special powers during a crisis, but imposes certain procedural formalities when invoking such powers. The perceived need for the law arose from the scope and number of laws granting special powers to the executive, that's the president, in times of national emergency. Congress can undo a state of emergency declaration with a veto-proof majority vote. The legislation was actually signed by President Gerald Ford in September of 1976. Uh, as of January of 2019, the United States is under 31 continuing declared states of national emergencies. They actually have to renew the emergency on a yearly basis. So it's actually looked at yearly to determine whether or not it's still an emergency. So here's what has to happen. As, you, as anyone who follows this, this story knows, President Trump has forewarned everybody who wants to listen well, you know, if we can't reach a deal, if the Congress is not going to give me my $5.7 billion to construct the border wall, well, I'm, I'm very seriously considering evoking my powers as a president to declare a national emergency. And if I do that, I think that I can utilize, and this would be primarily defense funds, defense uh, department funds, I can utilize these funds to, board the border, to build the border wall irrespective of what Congress wants me to do. Well, quite obviously, that's going to engender lawsuits. No question about that. If he does, in fact, declare a national emergency, we can expect lawsuits. They're going to be filed very swiftly because, uh, as we know, and I'll talk about this in a little more detail later, this is very much a political football. Uh, if, if you look at the positions taken by both parties, Quite frankly, as voters, we're being manipulated by both sides. It's not just the Democrats. It's not just the Republicans. Both sides are manipulating us. You know, what I'm sick and tired of is every time our legislators get together and try to propose anything, and you called it playing ball, okay? Well, we as voters wind up being the ball. We're not involved on either side. We're the ball. We're being kicked up and down the field the way I see it, Keith. Well, and Eddie, you're not wrong, and I might as well talk about this a little bit now before the break, but if, if you look at the positions of the parties, it doesn't, the, the positions don't make a lot of sense here. We've got the Democrats, for example, who are saying, we do not want to vote to approve President Trump's border wall at all. We don't need a border wall. It's immoral. Um, and, of course, the problem with that position is that about 700 miles of border wall were built 
uh, during the Obama administration on the U.S.-Mexican border. And that was done with congressional approval and oversight. So what was, what was not immoral when it was done during the Obama administration is now immoral. And why would that be? Well, that's because President Trump's proposing the border wall. He's trying to honor a commitment he made to the people who elected him. And the democratically controlled House of Representatives doesn't want that to happen. So what we have here is we have, I call it a political football. And that's kind of what it is. Both sides are punting the ball from one side of the field to the other side of the field. But we as taxpayers and voters, in my view, are being misled by all of this because the Democrats really don't care whether or not there's a border wall built. Uh, they authorized it themselves when President Obama was president. But what they do care about is that President Trump would score a political victory. If, in fact, this border wall were constructed, he got the money to do it. And that's something they don't want to allow under any circumstances. Now, flip side, President Trump, he's also being a bit what we call disingenuous, which is kind of a large word for there's more than the situation than meets the eye. The, the problem, frankly, with uh, President Trump's position is that uh, he's promised this to the voters, but he hasn't necessarily thought it through. He hasn't thought about all of the other repercussions that would be created if, in fact, a border wall were to be constructed. And so when we come back from the break, Eddie and Anita, I, I'd like to kind of address those issues because a lot of people don't realize how complicated all this is going to be. They think that if President Wall gets his $5.7 billion, well, a few months, the border wall is going to be erected, Mexico is going to be sealed off, we're all going to be safe. Well, I'm here to tell you that that's not nearly as easy as it's going to be. It's going to be a lot harder than that. And we'll discuss that after the break. The Butcher's Kitchen Charbecue invites your family in for the best wood fire slow cooked barbecue rotisserie and open char pit food around these parts. Charbecue on the corner of Virginia and Huffaker presents sliced Santa Maria tri-tip, beef brisket, and ribeye. Charbecue redefines homemade pork and specialty sausages. The all-meat chili reigns supreme in Reno. Charbecue, the Butcher's Kitchen, 7689 South Virginia at Huffaker, Winner's Crossing. Get in and get real. Charbecue, Reno. Once a powerful leader in the world of finance and insurance, a now-retired Jim Stannard is taking on a new role as a singer-songwriter. The release of his debut album, Bucket List, fulfills a dream that has burned for more than four decades. Drawing from a well of influences that includes such diverse artists as Warren Zevon, The Who, David Bromberg, and Robert Earl Keane. Standard tackles topics ranging from war to politics to love to philosophy, all the way to Sparks, Nevada. After setting his sights back on music in the early 2000s, a series of introductions to music industry insiders led to guitar lessons with John Skibbick of Afghan Wigs and voice lessons with Kip Winger, frontman for the platinum-selling rock band Winger. Kip encouraged Jim to begin writing songs, and Jim dove in, studying with Kip and other writers and crystallizing his observations into the songs that went on to comprise Bucket List. Bucket List is available digitally at iTunes and all other digital retailers and on CD through Amazon or Jim's website, jimstandardmusic.com. This is Clarence Collins, producer of Keith Gallagher Jr.'s music and a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Tune in every Sunday at 1.30 p.m. and Tuesdays at 4.30 p.m. to hear Keith's music on the Music Path Show. 
Hey everyone, Dave Escher here introducing you to our new store, the Nevada Marketplace in the Reno Town Mall. Anchored with the Buy Nevada First gift shop, we've added over 60 micro shops, giving locals a place to set up their dream store. We are now 20,000 square feet strong, supporting over 250 local merchants with all things made in Nevada and more. We have more locals in one place than anywhere in the state, ready to help you find that perfect gift. We're open every day with easy parking at Peckham and Virginia. Go to buynevadafirst.com, your source for all things local. Despite the recent changes in health care, there are many of you, for whatever reason, are still without health care, or you don't like the very few choices of physicians that accept your insurance. With the cold and flu season just around the corner, now is the time to call Sonia Rich Mazio at the Alma Clinic for Family Health Care, accepting new patients and all insurance plans, self-pay, sliding scale, and three age-bracket-oriented plans that are all well under $100 a month, and which include yearly checkup and three or more yearly visits, either in person or on video. Call 775-683-3833 or go to almaclinic.com. They're located at 1321 North McCarran Boulevard, Suite 104 in Sparks. Mention you heard this on America Matters and receive a $75 value waiver for your registration fee. Alma Clinic for family health care. 775-683-3833 or almaclinic.com. 775-683-3833 because health insurance shouldn't cost an arm and a leg. Find out what's hot and happening. Join Lady J for Smooth Jazz Tune-Up. Join me Saturdays, 10 to noon, here on America Matters. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back, everyone. This is Keith Gallagher. This is the Two Paths Radio Show. And today we're talking about the law. More specifically, we're talking about the government shutdown and the legal issues that arise as a result of that. Uh, again, I have my co-hosts here, Eddie Floyd and Anita Foster. Uh, now, before the break in the last session, uh, there was a question about why the U.S. Coast Guard wasn't getting paid. Quite frankly, I knew that they weren't getting paid, but I didn't necessarily know the reason why. Well, that's why we have... Craig Moss, our station engineer extraordinaire, who looked the information up. And, Craig, what did you find out? Well, the Coast Guard does not fall under the U.S. military. Yes, they are a military-style organization, but they do not fall under the U.S. military governance um, because if they did, they would be in violation of the Posse Comitatus Act, which means that the Army, Air Force, or military services are forbidden from doing policing duties or enforcing the laws on the land of the United States, which would be a direct you know, contradiction to what the Coast Guard's terms are. So they actually fall under Department of Homeland Security. And that also explains why the FBI didn't get paid. And of course, I want everyone out there to know that when Craig gave us that information during the break, I asked him to spell the word, Posse Comitat, and I didn't know what it was, but he spelled it for us. So now we all know a little bit more about the issue, and we know about uh, one U.S. government act that no one can pronounce. (laughs) (laughs) Well, wait a minute. I'm a gator, so I'm going to try my best. Posse Comitatus. You know, now let me ask you a question, uh, if you don't mind, Keith. President Trump offered proposed compromise, a proposed compromise to the Democrats to allow the border wall to be built. Uh, What were the important points of this proposed negotiated compromise? 
And this leads into what I was talking about during the, uh, before the break. We were talking about the Democrats being what I said was disingenuous, not necessarily forthcoming when it came to their reasons for uh, opposing the border wall. President Trump, unfortunately, was guilty of similar type of uh, similar type of action, because here's what he did: what he said that in in exchange for my 5.7 billion in funding for the proposed wall along the southern border, well, here's what I'll do: I'll grant a three-year extension to the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program, which shields roughly 700,000 immigrants who were brought to the U.S. as children from deportation. And he also offered to extend the Temporary Protected Status Program, which protects thousands of immigrants who have uh, uh, fled national, natural disasters or civil wars in their home countries. Uh, of course, uh, a lot of people didn't know that it was Trump himself who, over the last two years, ordered an end to DACA and placed TPS recipients at risk for deportation. So his shutdown really uh, amounted to what uh, pundits have called a hostage-taking and since the extensions were, would be temporary, he wouldn't even be releasing the hostages. But uh, President Trump still pitched his proposal as a moderate, sensible solution to the deadlock. And as he stated, uh, border security, uh, DACA, TPS, and many other things, straightforward, fair, reasonable, and common sense with lots of compromise, he told the country in an address from the White House. Um, the problem is that these were things that he initially took away that the Obama administration had allowed. So he was offering to reinstate them in exchange for uh, these, these concessions, this $5.7 billion. Uh, however, it was even more limited than that because his proposal would create a new form of legal status called provisional protected status for DACA and TPS recipients. It would apply only to TPS recipients from four countries, El Salvador, Haiti, Honduras, Honduras and Nicaragua. Pending expirations for recipients from Nepal and Sudan were still set to lapse without congressional action, and protections for recipients from Guinea, uh, Liberia, and Sierra Leone had expired in 2017. Those would not be renewed. So in, in reality, uh, it was a kind of a, an interesting proposal. He really wasn't giving them much of anything except agreeing to the three-year extension of DACA and uh, reinstating the TPS situation. And of course, the problem with what he proposed is that could be withdrawn at any time, which means that he could get his $5.7 billion in two uh, months from now, say, well, you know, I've kind of changed my mind uh, about what we did. And so I'm now reinstating my ban on DACA, my ban on TPS recipients. Uh, so that's why the Democrats, of course, looked at this situation as a non-starter. Wow. Now, Keith, we're, we're coming up on another new deadline, right, for the government to make a decision on what they're going to do? Yeah, we are, and, and Anita, we are, and uh, I'm, I'm not particularly optimistic. Of course, I'm not in Washington. I'm not a politician, so I, I look at it from an outsider standpoint. Uh, I mean, the headlines, for example, in this morning's paper were that the positions had hardened. Uh, that people were basically setting their position in stone and no one was willing to budge. Well, if that's the case, then we can expect that there'll be some action taken uh, when the end, this two-week time frame ends. Either the government will be shut down or President Trump will take other actions. And of course, not being a politician, um, I don't see it likely that we're going to see another shutdown force because the electorate doesn't like that. I think that the electorate, electorate, uh, electorate uh, punishes 
politicians for this. Uh, President Trump, the statistics and the, the, the surveys show that better than 50% of the United States voters held Trump responsible for the shutdown. The Democrats were also being held responsible for the shutdown. Voters are not particularly forgiving when politicians can't get along, governments are shut down, so government services, which of course a lot of people depend on, are discontinued. Uh, so I really don't see that we're going to uh, going to have a government shutdown in the future. I think uh, that President Trump is going to take other action, which quite obviously is designed to avoid the shutdown because he doesn't want to take the heat for it again. Yeah, I understand. Uh, what, what do you think must happen to avoid the second government shutdown? Um, I think that, first of all, I don't see the, the Democrats funding the border wall. That's not going to happen. Uh, I think that President Trump is going to uh, invoke the powers of the National Emergencies Act. I think he's going to take the position that he can, as president, declare a national emergency uh, at the border. And if he does that, then he's going to use a presidential uh, executive order. Uh, he's probably going to direct it to the Department of Defense. He's going to ask that, there, because there's a slush fund there that a lot of people don't know about, a lot of money, of course, that the, the Department of Defense has in reserve for specific pro uh, things that may occur on an emergency basis or places where they want to direct their money. And I think what we're going to, what we're going to see is that President Trump is going to issue a directive to the military, to the Department of Defense. He's basically going to say, I think there's a national emergency here. I'm declaring it. I want you to take $5.7 billion of your funds that you set aside and let's start construction on the border wall. Wow. I'll tell you what. Now, uh, I think that Trump isn't afraid of the press, but he certainly should be afraid of the electorate in this situation. Would you agree? Oh, I, th I think he has to be very concerned about the electorate because, again, you remember something about polls, listeners. Polls are, depend, of course, on who commissions the poll. Uh, polls are not particularly reliable. And the polls that we're talking about were reported by the press. And as we all know, they're not particularly sympathetic to President Trump. I suspect that he has his own polls. And even though the press has reported that more than 50% of the American public holds him responsible for the shutdown, I suspect that he has polls which may show a different percentage. And that may explain why he's taking the position he's taken. He's taken a very hardline position. Uh, he's offered the, the Democrats concessions that really are not much in the way of concessions, just like the Democrats. Uh, but think about, for example, what we talked about earlier. Uh, the Democrats are saying, we're not going to spend $5.7 billion on a border wall. We think it's a waste of money. We think it's immoral. It's not what the United States is all about, uh, et cetera. Yet at the same time, they're talking about um, uh, expanding uh, the number of planes and boats and People that would patrol the border, that's a big expenditure. When you start building extra boats or extra planes for something like this, well, that's a whole lot more than $5.7 billion. So it's not that the Democrats aren't willing to spend money for security on the U.S.-Mexican border. It's that they don't want to give President Trump that political plum, that victory, so to speak, that will result from the, the uh, Democrats caving to his demands for the $5.7 billion.
I couldn't agree with you more. One of the things that is very upsetting. Now, listeners, I want you to get involved with today's law show. If you feel like texting, the text number is 775-237-2266. If you feel like calling and getting in on the conversation, it's 844-790-8255. You know, Keith, I want to ask you another question that just came from the audience, if you will, okay? You know, uh, is there a point in time when if nothing gets done, that something could take place to either make them, you know, negotiate on either side? Well, you know, the problem, unfortunately, is there's no pending election. Quite obviously, if this were uh, three months before an election, I think we'd see a lot more action on their part. But we're between elections now. So uh, they the problem with politicians sometimes is they think that the electorate all they think we all have short memories. So they go ahead and go through this drill for the last several months where they're both pushing and prodding each other. Nothing's getting done. And their view is, well, you know what? By the time the next presidential election comes around a couple of years from now, the electorate's going to forget this. It's not going to be a major issue. Everything is going to be different. Well, that's kind of a risky strategy because, uh, you know, in this day and age with social media as it is, with people, you know, with preserving videos, people posting things on social media, um, it might be there might be a, a real flaw in that reasoning now because I suspect you know we'll probably see social media r- raising its ugly head a couple of years from now and pushing all this stuff out in the public eye so we'll all consider it at election time. So let's talk a little bit more about this after the break. Ready for a live game of Clue? For nearly 30 years, Fun Time Theater has held private and monthly dinner murder mysteries. Each night is different, and each event includes dinner and a show. You're the detective, and your job is to figure out who did what to who and why. At the end of the night, a super sleuth and not-so-super sleuth are awarded prizes. This is a great event for a birthday or holiday party and team-building events for your office. Visit FunTimeTheater.com to make your reservations and use promo code RADIO for $5 off each admission. Another Monday, another season. Out to lunch, Mondays at noon on 1180 KCKQ, America Matters. Number one in Reno for community radio. I'm Deidre, your host. Do you have something interesting going on that you want to talk about? Speak up and be heard. I've had tax attorneys, bands, artists, fundraisers, authors, elks, doctors, lawyers, and Indian chiefs. Anyone interesting with something going on can come be on the show. Let the community know all about it. Do you have something interesting or a charitable event going on? Mondays at noon. Out to Lunch on America Matters, 1180 KCKQ, also streaming live and podcasted on americamatters.us. That's also where you can contact me, Deidre, at americamatters.us. Or you can find me at the Elbow Room, Wednesday through Fridays, 2002 Victorian Avenue in Sparks. Call 358-6700. Out to Lunch with Deidre, Mondays at noon, 1180 AM, KCKQ, America Matters, streaming live on americamatters.us. Number one in Reno Community Radio. Gimme, gimme candy, give me, gimme, gimme candy, gimme candy, USA. Gimme candy, sunburst, chocolate rocks, salted caramel pretzel bites, dark chocolate espressos, chocolate pistachios, gimme candy coated almonds, hot rocks, and Nevada rocks. Gimme candy, everyone loves gimme candy. Get gimme at 7-Elevens, Reno, Incline Village, Truckee, Sparks, Sun Valley, and Carson City. Gimme, gimme candy. Thanks for a great year. Visit gimme candy, 405 Edison Way, Reno. Gimme candy in 7-Eleven. Gimme, gimme candy. The ladies these days, they love to ride. 
with their bike-loving Valentines right by their side. With Valentines coming and summer on the way, go to Road Rider of Reno this Valentine's Day. Helmets, footwear, the best protective gear, with a variety of styles to wear any time of the year. Headlights, taillights, fine leather fashions, pocketbooks with chains, complete biker-type passions. Check out the clearance rack for a great discount price. Buy a regularly priced coder vest for another 50% slice. Go to Road Rider of Reno to find the lowest prices paid. For your bike-loving Valentine, you're sure to get Road Rider of Reno, 2187 Market Street, 337-2011. Reno's locally owned and operated mom-and-pop motorcycle shop, 337-2011. This is Clarence Collins, producer of Keith Gallagher Jr.'s music and a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Tune in every Sunday at 1.30 p.m. and Tuesdays at 4.30 p.m. to hear Keith's music on the Music Path Show. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back, everyone. This is Keith Gallagher, and you're listening to the Two Pass Radio Show. Uh, my co-host, Eddie Floyd, and Anita Foster are here with me today. We're talking about the government shutdown. We're talking about President Trump, the border wall, the Democratic position, the Republican position. Uh, and we, we talked a little bit about this earlier, Anita, and you had asked me a question about legal obstacles. And I didn't get, you know, I really wanted to answer that question more fully. So why don't you ask it again to prompt my memory and let's talk about it. Okay. Radio listeners, I asked the question, are there any serious legal obstacles to the building of the border wall separating the United States and Mexico? Well, the answer to that question is yes. And of course, that's what I'm talking about when I said earlier about uh, disingenuous, not necessarily fully informing the voters. The thing to remember out there, listeners, is let's assume for purposes of analysis that the Democrats folded and they said, okay, President Trump, here's your $5.7 billion to build a border wall. Would that be the end of things, end of the problems, and we could start construction? The answer to that is no. And the reason it's no is there's a concept, and everyone out there pay attention, it's called inverse condemnation. Inverse condemnation is a rule of law where a government who wants a specific piece of private property goes to the owner of the, of the, owner of the private property and says to that owner, look, um, I would like your property because I want to put up a bridge, or in this case, I want to put up a border wall. I'm willing to pay you X dollars per acre for your property. The property owner at that point in time can either accept that offer or say, I don't think so. Most of the time, property owners say, I don't think so. So what happens is the government is forced to bring an action for inverse condemnation against the owner of the property. Now we're talking about a full-scale lawsuit. So what happens in this lawsuit is the government brings the action. Both sides go out and they hire appraisers. And the appraisers look at the real estate they come up with a valuation. Usually the government valuation is low, the private property evaluation is high, and there's not an agreement between them. 
And those cases are often resolved by juries. After a full trial, the jury hears one appraiser, then hears the other appraiser, decides which appraiser they believe, or uh, will Solomon sword things. They may take an, may make an award that's slightly, uh, you know, like halfway between the two appraisals, because believe it or not, they always differ. And if that happens, we're talking about a lawsuit that will be in the system for several years. So that means that anytime there's a lawsuit about private property and it takes a couple of years in the system to resolve, all construction will be delayed on that specific area of private property. Now, remember that a lot of people don't realize that a lot of the private property that is located along the U.S. Uh, the, the property that's located along the U.S.-Mexican border is private. It's not public. So Texas is a perfect example. Uh, in Texas, there is uh, the, the, the border property that uh, adjacent to the U.S.-Mexican border is 95% privately owned. Wow. So you know what that means? That means that the government has to go to every property owner along that border, cut a deal with them, convince them that, you know what, you need to, uh, you need to uh, agree to the price we're going to pay you and, for example, uh, there was a, a quote from uh, a, a young, I should say a young woman, a lady who was a property owner in Texas, which is kind of interesting because, again, we got the government saying, well, you know, we, we're, we're willing to offer you money for the property. And, of course, uh, her response was they could offer me $100 billion and I wouldn't sell my property. Another example is there's, a, in fact, a penny lawsuit in Texas right now involving the Diocese of Brownsville, a church. They own land on the border. Government says, you know, we, we want to, they sent some federal officials in to survey the church property. Uh, and the church says, you can't come on our property. You're not going to, you're not going to survey anything. We're not selling anything to you. So the government actually filed a lawsuit for it, wanted to force the church to allow these federal officials to survey the church property in preparations for an eventual purchase. And the, the church explained its position and basically said, even though we have the highest respect for the responsibilities of the government and the people involved in, in border security, we're a church. And the freedom of religion extends to us. We have First Amendment protections here. We're not interested in moving. We've had this church here for years. So we're not going to sell no matter what. So right now, that case is pending in Texas, in a U.S. district court. And you know what that means? We're talking about, even though we're talking about a border wall, we're talking about construction of a border wall that in, in practicality is going to be delayed for years as the government attempts to acquire hundreds of parcels of property, private property, along the border. Unbelievable. You know, now, since we're on that particular topic, my question to you is how much does Keith Gallagher think this government shutdown cost us? Well, it kind of depends on who you talk to. Um, certainly, if you if you're looking for uh, a a I say I call this a liberal estimate, an estimate from someone associated with the Democratic Party, it's extremely costly. Uh, in fact, their their statistics are that it costs more money to shut the government down than it does to run the government. So that's kind of interesting. I guess you can make the argument that because these workers are all being furloughed and they're going to end up getting paid down the line. Fact remains, we've got 800,000 people off work who are not producing for the government. They're gonna end up getting paid down the line, so we're gonna have these people basically getting a paid vacation. So yeah, I guess you could argue that 
as well. But then there are others, the more conservative people, who think that we have too much government anyway, who are kind of looking at this as an experiment. They're looking at all the programs that have been affected by the 800,000 furloughed federal employees, and they're taking the position, see, we told you so. Yeah. We, we don't need these services. These people are extras. We're, 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 we're spending billions of dollars of our taxpayer money on government services which aren't necessary and which the government should not be involved in. So it's kind of an interesting tug of war. It's enabled all of us to get a handle on what services have actually been affected and whether or not we have too much in the way of government and government employees. And it really just depends on which side you're on. You know, I tell you, and let's stay on that topic for a little while, because one of the things that really does uh, concern me, because I hear it all the time, I'm on other national talk shows uh, during the night, and I also have talk shows where I interview people all the way from Washington, D.C. Keith, I've got to ask you a question, okay? Don't you think that there has got to be something done between now and the next three weeks so that everybody can walk away and save face? Or is that even possible in your opinion? Well, first of all, there's only two weeks left. Remember, we're, we're one week into the three weeks, so Amen. we've only got two weeks left. But uh, the problem is this. You know, in, in the past, we've, we've had uh, two political parties that worked with each other. They negotiated, they wheeled and dealed, and they came up with some type of a compromise solution that enabled both sides to save face. There doesn't seem to be that sense right now. It seems like the Democrats uh, hate President Trump. He doesn't like them very much either. The Republicans are doing their best because they want they want to do something in a bipartisan manner. The Senate it may be Republican controlled, but they would love to come up with a solution that would be bipartisan that everyone would agree with. But remember, any solution that the Senate comes up with, that the House comes up with, has to be signed off by the president. So they still have to convince President Trump, hey, it's a good idea to embrace this bipartisan solution. And if you do embrace this bipartisan solution, you're not going to lose face with your conservative base. The thing to remember about the conservative base that elected President Trump, they have their own views. And one of their views is the border wall must be constructed. So when President Trump signed legislation agreeing to reopen the government for that time frame, that three-week time frame, he received nothing but flack from his voter base. Ann Coulter, who's a conservative commentator, uh, basically said that he laid down. He gave up. He was a quitter. And that sentiment was, was voiced by a number of conservative commentators. So President Trump's kind of between a rock and a hard spot here because if he does capitulate on the $5.7 billion, he's going to alienate his conservative base. On the other hand, if he insists on the $5.7 billion, he's not going to get the votes out of Congress to authorize the money, which means he's going to have to declare a national emergency. And that then opens up an entirely new and different can of worms. The National Emergency Act was passed in 75, 1975, signed in 76, and it was there specifically to prevent, remember, you don't want presidents that are going to treat our treasury as their personal pocketbook. Right. So you don't want a president that's able to invoke national emergency powers just on a whim because he has some pet project that he wants to, uh, to to build. In this case, the argument can be made, this is President Trump's pet project. He promised it to the voters that vote elected him. He wants to keep his promise. But 
we're talking about $5.7 billion of taxpayer money. So it's really kind of a tough call for him. He's really in a bad spot because no matter what he does, if he agrees to, uh, to abandon the border wall money, conservatives are going to hate him. If he uh, stands his ground, insists on it, the Democrats are going to hate him. He's going to have to declare an emergency. He's going to end up in the court system, and litigation will begin. That's before we get to the eminent domain lawsuits that are going to occur if he gets his money. So yep. it's a tough one. You better believe it. Keith, we have just enough time right now. All our people love the law show. They also love your music. Tell us about the music shows. We've got about 20 seconds. So as we end today's two paths, tell us about the music shows. Well, we've got the Music Path. The Music Path is every Tuesday at 4.30 p.m., every Sunday at 1 o'clock p.m. It's Valentine's Day season, so I've selected a lot of songs off my three Valentine's Day albums to be played, and hopefully you'll tune in and listen and enjoy. Nevada and worldwide. Howdy. Welcome to the Nevada Radio Roundup. I'm Shannon Malawson, and riding shotgun today is the lovely, talented, and beautiful co-host, Michelle Mebust. Hey, <laughs> Shannon, how's it going? Going good, Michelle. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, I missed you. Yeah, I miss you a lot. Yeah. I haven't seen you in two weeks. I know. Two long weeks. Two long yeah. weeks. Because you don't get to laugh in, unless you're on this show. That's right. <laughs> and today you, I was told you that. brought my favorites. That's so. right. I brought your favorites. Plus, give me candy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, I got Life my does not beans. get better. Uh, it does not. It does not. <laughs> <laughs> the Nevada Roundup Broadcast Live. That is live every Friday from the heart of the biggest little city in the world, Reno, Nevada, United States of America. 2 p.m. West Coast, 5 p.m. East Coast drive time. We're in the Reno Town Mall. It's heard on KCKQ, the mighty 1180. The Nevada Roundup streams worldwide on americamatters.us. All Nevada Roundup shows are podcast at americamatters.us. So download and listen when you want. Thanks for tuning in worldwide, and welcome to The Corral. Yes, we've got some great <laughs> guests today. You want uh, to introduce our, our my, peeps? My favorite comedian, <laughs> Jeff Anderson's in here. <laughs> but ladies first. <laughs> he opened his mouth and stopped right there. <laughs> that was good too. He is great. quick. He is yeah, really quick. I need to know my place around. He is quick. 
We got Anita Foster with AF Designs. Anita Foster Designs, where she designs websites, logos, product labels, brochures, and advertising campaigns. And I think the sky's the limit, really. And, yeah. and she'll even design your kitchen sink Woo. with tile. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, there you go. Nice, there you go. <laughs> Anita graduated high school in Warsaw, Indiana, Indiana, and has an associate's <laughs> in business, a bachelor in visual communication, and a master's degree in education from AIU. Anita is also an instructor at Reno Technology Academy currently, and she also has her own radio show, Business Connections with Anita. Anita enjoys photography, drawing, and billiards. Anita, welcome to the corral. How you doing? Thank you so much. Thank you, radio audience, yeah. for joining us today. We've already started the crack up in the corral today. <laughs> and, uh, we're going to have a fun show, and we're yeah. going to make your day today. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and as uh, it, my, one guy already spoke up, that's Jeff Anderson. Like I said, my favorite comedian. Uh, Commander-in-Chief is my yes. favorite oh uh, my uh, <laughs> uh, character he does. It's just incredible. Does the best. Yeah, he's, he's I an I think you're fantastic. You're, you're unbelievable. <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> and celebrity impersonator from the Reno Tahoe Comedy Club. Mm -hmm. uh, Jeff's been in Reno for 12 years now. He's a ski instructor. Wow. During the winter. And uh, w like we talked about, he's not trying to grow up. So he's yeah. just trying to stay young, just like That's all of awesome. us, right? Yeah, 10 years old forever. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff debuted in 2015 at the Pioneer Underground and since has headlined at the, the, the Carson Nugget, Crystal Bay, Club Tahoe, Grand Sierra Resort, Boomtown, plus many more. Jeff is great on stage, and I've seen him at the Pioneer Underground, and that's a really a good little intimate uh, mm -hmm. comedy place. It's yeah. fantastic. That's, it really uh, is. That's my home stadium. I love that. Welcome, there. Commander. Uh -huh. How are you doing? Well, let's see here. I'm doing just fine. It's a great day. It's beautiful. It's a little hot. Uh, it's, it's a little just so you know we're being recorded <laughs> yes, yeah. it's okay there's no collusion here today no collusion right, just want to make sure you know okay yeah. stop writing things yeah, down yeah, no, okay. i don't need it. can we get you a coke unbelievable <laughs> i'm so happy no quarter pounder please <laughs> yeah Play speaking of russian collusion yeah. sergey solovev in moscow oh, yeah. babakov are listeners in moscow so yes. that proves the collusion yes right. Tutin, putin and i are close <laughs> friends now <laughs> We got together over some beef stroganoff. It was wonderful, and it was fantastic. He's a great man. He does a lot of great things. All right. Also in the crowd, Stuart, Proud Eagle Grant, famous yeah, Lakota Sioux actor. Mm -hmm. Stuart has starred in many movies, including Geronimo, American Legend, Wagons East with John Candy, Switch Back with Danny Glover, Three Ninjas Knuckle Up, Hot Shots Part Two, Baghdad Cafe with Gene Stapleton. Awesome. Oh, yeah. That's wow. who I want to talk about today. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, let's see. Where was I? Uh, back to Lakota Strain, Follow <laughs> the River, Murder, She Wrote with Angela <laughs> Lansbury, and many more. Stewart has spent the last 24 years perfecting his screenplay movie, Where Eagles Fly, The Life of Crazy mm. Horse. And Stewart is currently scouting locations and developing funding for the magnificent production. Stewart is also a fabulous artist and has his own line of beautiful silver jewelry with story cards for each of his creations. Stuart, welcome to the corral. How you doing? Thank you. I'll be here on uh, 1180. Uh, and uh, is it water skiing that you instructor? Oh, snow skiing. Yeah, yeah snow during skiing. this during the winter time. Yes, I go down on my lips. I don't, <laughs> need, I don't need any apparel. <laughs> Uh, just a golden <laughs> toilet. That's just all I need, toilet. really. That's it. I love a golden toilet. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, also in the corral, I did you bring asked. 
I did bring Kimmy candy today. Yes. So uh, Michelle got the espressos, yeah, dark chocolate covered coffee I beans. Stuart got the turquoise, yeah. uh, chocolate rocks. Salted caramel. Salted, Salted caramel, caramel for Anita. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah the Indian and got, got the, the gold turquoise. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did you get over there? <laughs> I, I don't know. He got the Nevada mix, which Nevada is Nevada uh, mix. Gold. Uh, gold. Oh, that's unbelievable. It's silver and blue Nevada mix. Awesome. So you can uh-huh. also have your own labels made for the comedy club. Yeah, yeah. Can we can also have Stuart Grant. Its own label. <laughs> there you if go. that was real turquoise, where would it come from? <laughs> <laughs> a turquoise mine. <laughs> Stuart can uh, tell where turquoise <laughs> comes just by looking at it. No, no, I, King, not Kingman. that. Not That's that Kingman. Color. Kingman. Uh, maybe, maybe. I don't okay. know. Uh, uh, Sleeping Beauty. Well, no, it's not any color that I know. Okay. <laughs> it, but it is turquoise color. Okay. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we got barbecue in the corral, butcher's yeah. kitchen. Yes. Rib tips, sweet potato mm-hmm. fries. Yes, yes, yes. And the pickled vegetables. I'm loving it. Ooh. The all meat chili reign supreme in Reno. Ah, yum. <laughs> yes, it does. Kimmy Candy. We talked about Kimmy Candy. Mm-hmm. You could go into their factory on Edison in Reno, 47,000 square foot. You could take so the cool. tour, eat all the candy, and watch Willy Wonka. And what? (laughs) 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 Wynema Ranch Wild Horse Sanctuary, about 29 miles north of Reno. We'll talk a little bit more about them as we come back. All right. We'll be back in just a few moments on the Nevada Roundup with Shanimal and Michelle and our guests. We're going to have a great time, so don't go away. Let Steve Star Entertainment and H&T Mobile Production handle your entertainment needs. DJ services includes all music genres, music videos, lights, and the best sound in town. H&T also has karaoke with the largest music selection in the West. Events, weddings, nightclubs, or private parties. Call us at 775-815-2758 or 775-240-4633. Hi, I'm Noreen Leary, CEO of the Veterans Guest House. Guest House is a home away from home for our veterans and their families who travel to Reno for medical care. Our house is more than just a warm bed. It's a place of camaraderie where veterans can find support and long-lasting friends. We serve veterans, men and women, young and old, Navy, Army, Marines, Coast Guard, and Air Force. Wherever they hail from and whatever their circumstance, the Veterans Guest House is ready to support them. The reason we feel so strongly about our mission is that we know that many veterans would forgo their medical treatments because they simply can't afford the accommodations. The guest house is one of a kind in the country, funded entirely through private donations. Want to know how you can help? There are many ways you can be involved, from volunteering, providing dinners, or supplying items from our wish list. Find out more about the guest house at www.veteransguesthouse.org. Serving veterans today, tomorrow, and for years to come. The Butcher's Kitchen Charbecue invites your family in for the best wood fire slow cooked barbecue rotisserie and open char pit food around these parts. Charbecue on the corner of Virginia and Huffaker presents sliced Santa Maria tri tip, beef brisket, and ribeye. Charbecue redefines homemade pork and specialty sausages. The all meat chili reigns supreme in Reno. Charbecue, the Butcher's Kitchen, 7689 South Virginia at Huffaker, Winner's Crossing. Get in and get real. Charbecue, Reno. Hello, I'm Omer Raines, author of the international best-selling book, Back to the Summit, How One Man Defied Death and Paralysis to Again Lead 
a full life of service to others. Now in its second edition, Back to the Summit has been reprinted in countries worldwide. All profits from the sale of this book go to support humanitarian causes of lasting importance. However, the principal reason for writing the book was to inspire others who, like me, have been faced with a major medical challenge. Back to the Summit is available in hardcover, paperback, or as an ebook. An audio edition is also available. Whatever the modality or format, it can easily be ordered on Amazon or from your favorite bookstore. Whether you read or listen to Back to the Summit, I hope that it will serve as an inspiration to you or to someone you know. Again, I'm Omar Rains. If you wish to learn more, my website is senorains.com. That's S E N O R A I. Have a wonderful day. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. This overload. And welcome back to the corral for sure yeah, on the Nevada Roundup. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> that's a lot of bull. There was a lot of bull in the corral today. Yeah, so. That's good. <laughs> We're so glad you joined us with Shannon and Michelle. <laughs> I've really missed this. Yeah, Sorry, in this one. Second big one. Anita, right. laugh. Anita, <laughs> ladies first. You have a, uh, a degree in visual communication. Yes. Can you explain that? Not a l- <laughs> well, it, it, yes. <laughs> They're kind of giving me a His look face over. is like, what is that? <laughs> what is that? That's that's visual communication. <laughs> visual communications <laughs> awesome. can do graphic design. Um, you can also do uh, websites, logos, all those things. Uh, social media content. Uh, I've done a lot of that and promoted different businesses with that. And, you know, when you're in an airport and you need to find where you need to go, those information signs that you see hanging also follow. They taught you to read? So they taught you to read? Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, a lot of the signs are worldwide. So Uh (laughs) there you go. There you go. So wherever you are, you can be, you know, locate where you need to be. (laughs) (laughs) Groovy, baby. Hey, it's an important job. Yes, Yes, it is. is. And I need your help. I just can't afford you. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You can't. I know. (laughs) Maybe a soft taco trade out or something like that. (laughs) Lake taco. Lake taco. So Anita, do you have anything that you're working on in particular right now? Any special projects? Or? Well, I just finished up doing a logo for a pre-K program. Oh, great. And I'm doing a little bit of uh, what they call a dirty pour. Uh, <laughs> which oh. is a <laughs> here we are in the corral. Uh. Um, <laughs> but it, uh, it's called a dirty pour, and I use acrylic. I've done it with resin as oh, well, yeah. and I'm gonna try and do my own vanity countertop with oh, the epoxy. Wow. Um, it comes out beautiful. It can handle wow. up to 600 degrees. So you can take it right from the stove right yeah. to your countertop and That's not lose that shine like you can on granite. Wow. Um, I have experience putting granite and tile together. Mm-hmm. I love that. So um, do you fire it? Or how do you create? N- well, you use it. You can use, use a, a torch oh, to okay. over it to get okay. the air bubbles out. And uh-huh. then you go back in and you do a flood coat over the whole thing the after hole. you have it. To seal it in. Just okay, the yeah. way you want. That's awesome. So I'm excited. I'm yeah. redoing my condo at the moment. That's my project. Wow. I've started painting over 
the 4th of July, <laughs> and it's coming together really nice. Uh -huh. I've seen some of the nicer um, places here in Reno, mm -hmm. and I'm trying to make my place look like that, even though it's oh, not yeah. in that location. You can so still do it, right, on right. a certain budget. You that's right, and that's what I'm going to do, and I'm going to see where I come in at. I'm, I'm trying for under $200 with the backsplash included. That's awesome. So, mm -hmm. so if people want to get a hold of you for yeah, some design I, ideas or to have your help, yeah, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, you can call me, 775-722-0317, and also I have a, a website, which mm -hmm. is afdesigns.online, okay. and they can see some of my work on there. I have a portfolio website on there and some of the podcasts that we've done here, and uh, people can join me on there and contact me through there. That's great, and you can kind of help people, like you said, they see a really nice, expensive design, but you can help them kind of find a different way to do it with some less expensive material and still look beautiful. Yep, I can take them, you know, from the highest tile shop in town yeah. down to floor and decor and we can we can That's awesome. Make it I love happen. that. Yeah. That's great. I know cuz nice. th things are so expensive today. Homes are so expensive oh, today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, kind of <laughs> you know, got really well, cut some a lot corners. of people don't know where to start exactly. in their home with remodeling yeah. and they mm -hmm. have to understand it's a process. You don't just lay that tile yeah. and it's done. You know, exactly. you got to go from the, you know, choosing which way you're going to go to mm -hmm. flow with your house and then, you know, build everything around that. Yeah, exactly. Your staple item, if your refrigerator is the most important thing to you in your kitchen, we're yeah. going to design around that. Yeah, exactly. So, that's how that's I design great. and I listen. Oh, yeah. Which, that's huge. It is huge because, <laughs> you know, a lot of people anything. don't listen. <laughs> I tried. I Not that there's I anyone here I that does that. Well, <laughs> and I, I'm good for throwing that one thing yeah. out of the box yeah. that maybe you didn't think of. Mm -hmm. And usually nine times out of ten, that's the one that people fall in love with. So, well, you yeah. know, and uh, once I get to know you and mm -hmm. listen to you, I know what direction to take you. That's great. Yeah. How, how long have you been doing this? Well, I started that. I did it a little bit for a company here in town mm -hmm. for a couple of years, and then my boyfriend actually lays tile, oh, wow. so I'm involved in it every day. Yeah, really. So you're right there. So yeah. I'm right there, seeing what the goods are out there. So yeah. I'm T up to tile date. layer, lays tile. Like, yes. He lays tile. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking over here. Jeffrey. <laughs> Total spicoli. All right, Hamilton. Yep. All right. Yep. <laughs> what's your problem yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's done work in Arlington Towers he laid the whole f uh, bottom floor of that so he, oh, wow. he's very well sought after so that's great so yeah. the two of you are a good team then that's right yeah I yeah. love that yeah laid the bottom floor of Arlington Tower yeah, <laughs> and it's still there. And it's still there, standing right <laughs> by the right. river. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Survived. By the river. Survived, yeah. Down by the river. <laughs> living in a van. Yeah, yeah, it's down by the river. Speaking, Speaking of right. living in a van, we got yeah. Farley at yeah, yeah. the Pioneer Underground yes. tonight. Yes, Kevin Farley is in town oh all weekend, gosh. and he is fabulous. We did a show last night, and uh, we were yeah, on a Thursday night almost full to capacity Ugh. of course trump always says thank you for the two thousand people <laughs> yeah. that are here tonight it's yeah. and that are here yeah, yeah and that are yeah because yeah. <laughs> yeah. we have at least that many outside the <laughs> yeah. studio yeah. Yeah. Times, <laughs> yes tens this of thousands of cars this is the largest turnout we've <laughs> ever had yes it's the giant terrarium i love being in here <laughs> i feel like i'm growing. everything's trapped inside looking out <laughs> yeah. now, uh let's see here we have gsr tonight at mm -hmm. the lex yep. theater 
It's the greatest green room ever. It's the entire awesome. nightclub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I found out the hard way. They have a water pool in there that's gorgeous. And I, I thought it was plastic, and I put my foot. Did you really? Uh, yeah. Did you go all the way in? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I performed that night with one wet foot. I want to know how many times a night people fall in that pool. I'm sure considerable. It's just a, it, but it's beautiful it, in there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's I mean, gorgeous. And it, what's great is you have a plethora of bathrooms to mm-hmm. go to too. So if you're bored, you can make go your to own fountain. A new one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a plethora of bathrooms. I like that one. Plethora. Never you don't that. even know what a plethora is, do you? <laughs> no, plethora. What time? When? When are you performing tonight? So and tomorrow night? Uh, let's see. Tonight at the Lex, we have mm-hmm. six thirty. The happy hour show. Come on down. Kevin's going to be the uh, headliner. We've got some guest spots. A great awesome. host. And um, then we bounce over to the Pioneer Underground, which is right next to the river there on uh, Virginia mm-hmm. Street. Yep. And uh, now don't be alarmed, folks. They are refinishing the actual front of the Pioneer mm-hmm. Center. Yeah. So there's a huge cyclone fence yeah. that hasn't exactly been overwhelmingly good for business I'm sure. <laughs> but i've yeah. had some fun with it i've been holding yeah. on to the chain fence and going this is a huge mistake i shouldn't be in here and and it, I, we have brought we'll in put up this wall the reno yeah. wall, yeah, yeah, the reno wall. <laughs> you can see through it but it's not very strong yeah. okay yeah i haven't found a line no. bike in there have you no. oh, yeah, a line in? bike yeah oh my gosh up on top. i still can't figure that whole thing out i know i'm i, I know I, I think i'm hallucinating i found more line bikes <laughs> if you're taking a walk along the river under the bridges and i'm like well how did they get that's where you get them <laughs> I mean, I think do our homeless were, people have co- credit cards? I mean, you have to have a credit well, card, right? I, I I know I'm a comedian, but I don't know about the homeless. But I, I do I, like to hear I, about your new condo that you're making uh, with the with the, the stuff. I might need a place to live. So oh, oh there you go. Let's stay in touch. Okay? Oh, you might you might be hanging around the area. Well, yeah, you know, you That's could see me at the end of any freeway we ride. I'm pretty. <laughs> Broke, tired, and yep. happy. Want to laugh? Right. Here you go. Yeah. Give me a buck. Yeah, give me a buck. <laughs> Take your buck and... A okay. buck. <laughs> oh, my God. So, no, and then uh, Kevin's doing two shows, the Pioneer Underground, uh, 6.30 and 9.30 tomorrow night. All right. And then uh, next week, we're busy. Uh, we're going to be in uh, Lake Tahoe at the Crystal Bay Club. I know. That looks awesome, too. Oh, man, that's going to be mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Uh, Dennis Gaxiola, super funny guy. Anthony Kay's out of the Sacramento area, and then they put this other guy on there named Jeffrey Anderson. I'm not sure <laughs> really who he is, but he's fairly handsome. His name is Guest Comic, and he goes by Jeffrey Anderson. Is that what that is? <laughs> That's right. That's right. I just was skiing down on my lips. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm no, we're having a lot of fun. We're having a lot of fun. Yep. And uh, the following week at Crystal Bay is a headliner that's been uh, in the Renew era quite a bit, uh, Roger Kabler, and he does a Robin Williams oh, wow. impression, which is I heard he was just good. Uh, yeah. impersonation, I should say, and he's spot on, looks exactly like him. All right. Wow. Now, uh, here's a great chance to meet Stuart Grant. Mm-hmm. Stuart's going to be at the Crossroads of the West Gun Show selling his own custom jewelry that he makes. Yes. Stuart. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to meet you. Stuart, you yeah. know, you can yeah. actually go down and meet Stuart and yeah. get a picture with him yeah. for $50. Yeah. And it pay, payable <laughs> to Shannibal Lawson. Take your checks payable to Shannibal I'm his agent on this one. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it's gone down. <laughs> it's gone down. Yeah, really. yeah demand's 50, not so yeah. high. <laughs> One every ten years. Okay. <laughs> well, if you, hey, Stuart, if you'd stop using the picture from when you were thirteen, yeah. you might get. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh and he still can't grow facial hair. Oh, it's a crowd, isn't it? I can't either. I'm a European hairless. Yeah. Okay, by the way, Crossroads of the West okay. Gun Show is across the street from the Reno Town Mall at the Reno Sparks Convention Center. It is Saturday and Sunday, Saturday 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Sunday 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. All right. All right. And go meet and Stuart and look and at the silver. $12 admission. It gets you in for both days. One admission gets you both days. Kids under 12 with a parent or guardian are free. Oh, nice. All right. Nice. There you go. So now you know where to be. How, how'd it's you get into that the jewelry business? <coughs> Oh, um, wow. Uh, I was in high school and I bought a ring and um, my mom went a trip to uh, Florida during the uh, Christmas vacation and we went through really a long way away, a long way around. It was uh, Denver where I grew up and uh, then we went to New York and then we went to my, uh, Miami and, you know, Fort Lauderdale and places like that. And yeah, they didn't have GPS back then. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, no, we flew. <laughs> My arms got tired. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we really do want to hear this story, but I, I'm, I'm always the timekeeper with the hook, so I, we're going to hear about that in just a moment. I really want to hear about Stuart. We'll be right back on the Nevada Roundup. Don't go away. The Read and Succeed book program needs your help. They're looking for volunteers to do community book drives, fundraise for the Read and Succeed program, recruit new volunteers, train them to clean and sort books, manage the book program, and a lot more. Read and Succeed helps K-6 students in the Washoe County School District struggling in reading and focuses on improving a child's fluency and comprehension. If you want to help, just call 775-348-0346. That's 775-348-0346. Hey listeners, Dave Asher here, the Buy Local Guy. I want to tell you about an amazing local company called Itronics. They're headquartered here in Reno and they make one of the best plant fertilizers in the country. Dr. Whitney, the founder of Itronics, has taken some bad chemicals out of the Truckee River, helping to save Pyramid Lake, and turned it into something your plants will love. They'll grow faster and healthier with less water. For achieving that, Itronics has won many awards, including the International Green Hero Award, and Dr. Whitney has been named Inventor of the Year. You can pick up a little bottle of this highly concentrated fertilizer at the Buy Nevada First gift shop in the Reno Town Mall or online at itronics.com, I-T-R-O-N-I-C-S.com, itronics.com, I-T-R-O-N-I-C-S.com. Your plants will be glad you did. We're talking to Victor from Precision Diamonds. Victor, we have talked before about the fact that you started 27 years ago in Park Lane Mall in a little kiosk. You are now in your own building across the street from the convention center. You've had to do something right. Well, you know, as we like to think that hard work, you like to think that it does pay off. But you get lucky along the way. You worked hard. You pay attention. And you get yourself ready. So hopefully when the right opportunity comes up to buy a beautiful building like we just have, you triple your size. You cut your overhead by half. And now you know that you're more competitive than that. Plus, you've had a chance to use all of the things you learned from that little kiosk in Park Lane Mall. 
Oh, man, along the way, I'll tell you, as far as writing that lease check every month, boy, it's there were times that it was really hard to do, you know, so you learn from your landlords, and it was really great feeling to say goodbye to the landlord. This has allowed us to become, truly become, your local jeweler, your personal shopper. Thank you, Victor. Precision Diamonds, your local jeweler across from the convention center. Howdy, Shannon Lawson here. When my family wants real barbecue, if chili, rib tips, and sweet potato fries, it's the Butcher's Kitchen Charbecue, 7689 South Virginia at Huffaker. Join Charbecue for Burrito Monday. $5 giant burros. Add your favorite beer for 10. Try Charbecue's homemade sausage on Worst Wednesday for 5 bucks. Add your favorite beer for 10. Charbecue, the Butcher's Kitchen, 7689 South Virginia, Winners Crossing, Reno. Get in and get real Charbecue. Out to lunch, Mondays at noon on America Matters, 1180 KCKQ, number one in community talk radio. I'm your host, Deidre, introducing you to some of Northern Nevada's interesting locals doing crazy things or the local crazies doing interesting things. Every Monday, it's a different dish or hash on a shingle. Mondays at noon, out to lunch with Deidre, streaming live or contact me on americamatters.us. Or look for me at the Elbow Room, Tuesday through Friday, noon till 6. Come on in, sit down, and we'll discuss what you want to talk about. If you want to advertise or just be on the show. 1180 KCKQ, number one in community talk radio. Call in, or better yet, you and your story can be on the show. Let me take you out to lunch. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ, a Lotus broadcast station. The power of radio since 1967. And welcome back to the Nevada Roundup. We are just having a great time this afternoon. Hope you are too. With Shanimal and Michelle on the Nevada Roundup. If you could be here during the yes. breaks. Yes, oh, yeah, if only you could be here during the breaks. <laughs> we were just. I feel like a lizard. Yeah, we were just. Shari, <laughs> I'm in shout pool. out to Shari Floyd, Wanima yeah. Ranch. Yes. We love you. Yes, she's great. <laughs> Woohoo. And so, what'd you say, Jeff? I don't know. Colonel Sanders? I'm sure it was a lot. Oh, yeah. He does resemble Colonel Sanders, and I'm sure this will be the last time I'm on this radio stage ever. Sorry, he couldn't be here anymore. Oh, man. He's got good chicken, though. He does. He does. He does. Extra crispy. So before the break, we were listening to Stuart tell us how he got into making jewelry. Right. Um, Well, like I said, I I bought this ring in New York, and then we went to some place in Florida, a lot of places in Florida. And I kept looking at the ring, and I thought, I, I can make something like this. Mm-hmm. So I went back to high school, and uh, you know, everybody goes, wow, where have you been? You know, <laughs> I, I was darker than dark because of, you know. Yeah. I, Suntan. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and, uh, and, and so I went to the, um, the office, and they go, I said, do you have a jewelry class, you know, making yeah. jewelry? And they go, oh, it's right next to your pottery class. Oh. Because when I was in high school, I went to play sports. That's it. I didn't. I didn't go to learn mm-hmm. anything. Yeah, me too. You know? <laughs> me either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and and, uh, and and the football field and and the track were my stage mm-hmm. at that time. And so anyway, I started making jewelry, and I got an honorable mention. First thing I made. Second thing. The second thing that I made, and. Uh, 
And so that's how I got into jewelry making. And then when I was on Geronimo, uh, that, that was a $60 million shoot. And now it's like probably 120 <laughs> million or 150 or whatever, four camera shoot, four cameras mm -hmm. running uh, all the time. Wow. You know, and so anyway, um, I got there and they said, well, where's your jewelry? And I said, you guys don't know me. How do you? <laughs> This is the first time I've ever seen you people. Well, you're an Indian, aren't you? you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, and so I, I had a friend of mine uh, <laughs> drive it out to Moab from, uh, from California. That's, and, uh, and so anyway, I, I sold, you know, what? Uh, Matt, Damon, Matt Damon. Matt Damon and hi him. Gene Hackman. Mm -hmm. And Gene Hackman's wife. Well, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, Elizabeth. And then uh, Robert Duvall's wife. Oh, and, and but how you know a lot, a mm -hmm. lot, a lot of jewelry. I sold a lot of jewelry. I, well, I had a trailer right next to Matt Damon when before he was Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but anyway, his whole family, his his dad, his stepmom came in, and his brother, and his and and so they they all bought, and then his mom came in later, and she bought, and and uh but anyway it was it was a lot of fun and, and made you know some good money at, at it and and i just had it in my trailer and i set it up and they just come in in the morning and <laughs> pick it out pick it out that's and, awesome yeah and pay me and everything yeah it was great you know, that's it was awesome fine. yeah <laughs> so that's kind of so we got your table have. set up with with us with the radio over at the crossroads of the west gun show yeah so so come and yeah. buy some um, jewelry at least uh mm -hmm. come and look at us absolutely beautiful mm -hmm. story cards also for your for your creations uh yes i <laughs> that was interesting uh the way that came about i used to do uh, the farmers hollywood farmers market was what it's called mm -hmm. and uh every saturday and this um my first piece was called walk and balance and uh and and this lady says well, what's this mean and points to the walk and balance guy so i told this story and she says well where's your story card and i go uh, yeah wow that's great. a great idea but you know you got to get 250 story cards mm -hmm. at a pop well, <laughs> when you have a 35 or 40 pieces mm -hmm. you know you gotta you gotta quite a stack of cards yeah so but i yeah i give them out to uh, the people so they know what um, what they what it meant as I was mm -hmm. making the pieces, a story would come to mind, and I'd write it down as I was making the piece, and and uh, and they're petroglyph pieces. Most of them are petroglyph pieces. Hmm. So nice. that's so cool. Yeah. Wow. So speaking of Baghdad Cafe, yeah. we haven't gotten able to talk about Jean Stapleton. Okay. Um, I saw her. Well, she also played on <laughs> All in the Family as Edith. Yeah. Oh yes. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I didn't. Oh, watch. She me. just. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna do. Oh, she it. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry. My bad. No, that's okay. That's <laughs> um. She stayed uh, by herself. I mean, pretty much by herself, and um, she wanted to talk to me, but she didn't really come up to me. That was the first. Um, television. I didn't. Every. I. I had never been on a set. That was it. That was the first mm. one, and then uh, Geronimo was second, uh, w which was a feature film, and yeah. and so then uh, finally she came around and started talking to me and everything. There was three of us uh, Indian guys, and it was um, a part of a baseball team. Mm. We didn't say much. We just you know had a couple lines, and that's about it. And, uh, you know, first time I had a trailer, and I thought that was, you know, mm. boy, <laughs> look at these digs, yeah. you know. Uh, all right, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm coming right along. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, 
I was I was talking to Whoopi, uh, and I had a a red piece of jasper, and I said, "Hey, Whoopi, here I, I brought you something. Here's a here's a healing stone." And she goes, "Really?" And I said, "Oh yeah, yeah, red jasper. Mm-hmm, that is." And then Jean says, "Where's mine? Where, <laughs> dude, dude, where's mine?" Where's my Archie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you meathead, you. <laughs> and you spell Archie, S-T-U-A-R-T. But anyway, yes. yeah. Yeah. so um, that's pretty much it. And then the next day I brought a piece, you know. I said, oh, yeah, sure, Edith. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Edith. <laughs> sure, Jean, you know, I'll, I'll bring a piece. And so I got on the set and she looked at me and I said, uh, oh yeah, I got it right here in my Aww. pocket. So I gave yeah. it to her and, and she, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, but that's not the way she really talks. Right. Anyway, no, um, yeah. and, and it, was, it was a quick little shoot for me and, and, uh, and that was the only time that I was on Baghdad Cafe. But that, that's, that's the story of Edith. Nice, <laughs> thank you. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> and so Whoopi, and the way we got in, uh, because we had a password to get in because it was Mary Tyler or M- MTM yeah. Productions mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Studios. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. She had her own studio and uh, in Studio City. So anyway, uh, they said, uh, when you come in tomorrow, uh, the, uh, at the gate, you know, the call words are, Karen Johnson. And I said, <laughs> who is Karen Johnson? Well, that's, that's Whoopi Goldberg. Name. Yeah. You know. Oh, isn't that funny? And so all yeah. of you out there, you know her real name. Yeah, right. And the password, by the yeah. way. A few years late, but you know. Yeah. Collusion. Collusion. My, Collusion. Yeah, Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Continue. So anyway, that's, that was, uh, that was uh, Gene Stapleton. All right. That's uh, pretty cool. little story. Not, yeah. not much. Not much. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Let's get a little bit on your script. Your uh, which one? That's uh, where eagles fly. The life of Crazy Horse. Mm-hmm. Wait, what do you want to know about it? Okay, what do I want to know about that The Fetterman battle. The Fetterman battle. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now we did. We were doing secrets. Every time Stuart comes on the show, we'll do some secret about Crazy Horse. Mm-hmm. Last week it was uh, the the Sioux came in and took Crazy Horse's body and exchanged it for a black-tailed deer, and they snuck Crazy Horse out and buried him off of the camp. That's uh, one of the secrets. A, a, after they murdered After him, they murdered uh, him. His own people, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, but that was, he was shown that in his vision quest when he was about 12 or 13 years old. And he predicted wow. that, and he, pr- he prophesied that, too, that he would be killed by his own people. Anyway, the wow. Fetterman battle, mm-hmm. uh, Crazy Horse was the... Um, oh, decoy. The decoy, yes. yes, decoy, which yes. was a very honorary position. Well, he talked uh, Red Cloud into it. And Red Cloud hated him from the first day he saw him when he was about eight years old, seven, eight years old. Crazy hey, horse, light skin, curly hair. Yeah, and hazel eyes. Mm. Yeah, okay. And, uh, hazel eyes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> that was a visual. Yeah. yeah. Uh, out there in television land. I mean, because Stuart land. looks like Crazy Horse. Uh, there's, yeah. a, there's one sketch of Crazy Horse, and Stuart looks just like him. There was, uh-huh. There's never been a proven picture of Crazy Horse. Yeah. There's sure. a few out there. They say it's him, but obviously, I don't think they are. Mm-mm. Well, that is according to his sister, and mm-hmm. uh, that, that sketch yeah. is according to what he looked like uh, as far as his sister was concerned. And so that was, you know, I mean, his sister, he, uh, she knows what he looked like. Yep. And she was older. She was older than him. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, the Fetterman battle was really interesting. He, 
he had a way about him um, as far as battles, well, as far as everything, the spiritual part of him and the battles and everything. And he, he, he talked Red Cloud. Red Cloud was never in a battle. I mean, maybe when he was a kid, he might have been. But Fetterman battle, no. He stayed at the, in the lodges, in the teepees, um, along with no water, which was, uh, that's another story. And, um, and so anyway, uh, you know, we haven't ever done that before. Let's try it, you know. Well, it worked. It did. Yeah, yeah, it did. And Fetterman was very arrogant. He he said with eighty men he could ride through the Sioux Nation, which was a big mistake because they got obliterated. And guess how many he had? Eighty. Eighty. Yep. He had exactly yep. eighty, and they were dead in oh I don't know short time. What yeah, five minutes? Yeah. Oh my goodness. So yeah. We well, we'll be back in just a little bit. We just enjoy having Stuart. We've got Jeff Anderson and Anita Foster with us as well as Shannon and Michelle. We'll be right back on the Nevada Roundup. Hi, I'm Hugh Roy Marshall from the Marshall Men, Virginia City and Reno, Nevada. Come to introduce you to the Let Him Run Wild Horse Mustang Series, which depicts the wild mustangs herd running free, mare in its foal, the wild mustangs fighting for love. These ingots are a limited edition double struck product on one toy ounce three fine silver and are only available at the Marshall Mint, Virginia City or Reno, Nevada. Get your piece of history today. Attention timeshare owners, this is an urgent consumer alert from Resort Release, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get rid of their expensive timeshares. Once you've made that decision to get rid of your timeshare for any reason, Resort Release is offering a Better Business Bureau accredited way to legally get rid of your timeshare guaranteed. We guarantee to get rid of your timeshare payments permanently, even if you've tried another company to get rid of your expensive timeshare call now and see if we can help you at resort release you don't pay anything until you're ready if you're ready to learn how to permanently get rid of your costly timeshare make this complimentary free call right now 800-455-7967-800-455-7967-800-455-7967 that's 800-455-7967 the Butcher's Kitchen Charbecue invites your family in for the best wood fire slow cooked barbecue rotisserie and open char pit food around these parts. Charbecue on the corner of Virginia and Huffaker presents sliced Santa Maria tri tip, beef brisket, and ribeye. Charbecue caters your special events with the best tri tip, pulled pork, and rotisserie chicken around Reno. Charbecue, the Butcher's Kitchen, 7689 South Virginia at Huffaker, Winner's Crossing. Get in and get real. Charbecue, Reno. Talking to Victor from Precision Diamonds. Victor, I remember you in the old days, Park Lane Mall, a kiosk. It's a lot different now, isn't it? Man, that was a long time ago. 1988, we've been blessed that we've been guided, and finally we have bought an amazing building across the street from the convention center. We found a better way to serve you. You know, we call it home. We managed to create amazing energy. And when we say welcome to the family, boy, we really mean it. It is a family affair. Absolutely. And we couldn't have done it without our wonderful customers who believed in us for all of 27 years. So I'm here to really say thanks to all of our wonderful family members who are, we started as customers, who now we know each other's children and grandchildren. All those years ago, a little kiosk in Park Lane Mall. Park Lane Mall's not there anymore, but you are still here. Yeah, we have solidified our future by buying this beautiful building on Virginia Street. So we're there to serve you. Thank you, Victor. Precision Diamonds, your local jeweler across from the convention center. 
This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. This overload. And we are back. <laughs> Just barely. <laughs> Shannon will can make it in 10 seconds to go get a glass of water and come back. <laughs> we are live on the Nevada Roundup. And boy, do we have a busy corral today. <laughs> yeah, we do. We got Anita Foster yes. with the Reno Technology Academy. Yes. yes. Give me the rundown on that. Okay, I uh, actually was pro- approached through a business card that I had left in a local business, and the director, Steve Andriano, approached me about being an instructor for mm-hmm. them, and the next thing I know, I was being asked to be their radio show host for their academy, because they're new here in Reno, we're trying to help people with getting IT certifications, because there are a lot of jobs in our area mm-hmm. with all these big companies Tons. moving yeah. in, yeah. And, and we're in dire straits to get those positions yep. filled, so yes. we can keep those companies here. Mm-hmm. So that's how they were born, and that's how I ended up on radio. Mm-hmm. And then Eddie mentioned maybe I should have my own show, so yeah. I grew into my own show this week. And that's it's great. Business Connections with Anita, mm-hmm. and I'm offering business owners to come on, tell me why you're passionate about what you're doing, mm-hmm. and let's connect you with some new potential uh, customers. I, that, I, that's great. my goal. I want to give back to my community. I, and I think it's that. funny, one of the things that Anita teaches over there at the academy yeah. Yeah. is robotics. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Yes, this summer I've been teaching <laughs> I've been teaching uh, the 11 to 12-year-old classroom that's and a couple great. weeks ago I had all I had um, no guests lined up. So, we we hit up the children in class and I got five of them to show up that's for our radio show so cool. and we really had a great time and everybody was amazing around here to show them around. They're excited to come back. Now, yeah. one yeah. of the, one of the things we don't have a problem yeah. with is people talking, right? Right. right. Well, there all the kids answers. She had the whole list yep. of questions. <laughs> nope. All the answers yeah. like one yes, yep. nope, nope. nope. Yeah. That's <laughs> on the radio you have to can answer ki- ask quiz uh, <laughs> kids close questions. Yeah, yeah. We've yeah. had Rena Rock Camp on here several yeah. times and they are hard to do. <laughs> to, to, get him to, to get them to yeah, well, answer we, a question. Yeah, we don't know what the response time is going to be really exactly. on any guest, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I, was tri- I tried to have more information than yes. I needed. And Some I went, speak more than others. I'm <laughs> like, Craig, how long do I have? And he goes, four minutes. And I'm like, okay, four minutes. Uh, <laughs> I pulled something out. And, and, and that was in the third segment. You still yeah, had oh. a segment <laughs> after oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. For some reason, Shannon, we never have trouble filling a segment. No. <laughs> I don't know what never, that says. Never. But <laughs> you know, I really I never yeah. worry about the show. Yeah. God takes care of it. Sometimes I don't even have a guest until Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, okay, when's it coming? That's mm-hmm. when I got the right. call, by the way. That's when you yeah. got the call. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, speaking of, I want to know how you got into comedy and how long you've been doing it. Uh, I honestly say all my life, Uh um, I would watch my dad at family functions Mm -hmm. and just say the right thing. And this change of spirit that comes immediately Mm -hmm. um, was awe-inspiring. And then uh, I loved Impressionists. Uh, Rich Little was a huge deal. I loved him. Mm -hmm. Huge. I I can't say that word without my lips sticking to a window. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on a cruise ship. Look at me. I wish this was on TV. It's funny. And then I uh, I learned that uh, that girls like to laugh. Oh yeah. And um, <laughs> and the rest is history. I, no, <laughs> but no, I uh, I I years and years I uh, was told you know you're in the wrong business and you, and wh- what you were know, you doing sh- then? 
I was a uh, male prostitute, and uh, no, <laughs> kidding, kidding, kidding. No, I was actually I was in the travel industry for 18 okay. years. Had a great ride, no yeah. pun intended. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and the uh, and the WWW thing and oh, the 9/11 yeah. deal. Uh, yeah. Kind of turned that around, but I was an outside sales and marketing guy, and that was the closest I could get to like performing. Mm-hmm. You know, most people. Yeah. Would, they don't like that kind of stuff. I go cold calls. Yeah, yeah. How dog many, and pony show. How yeah. many and when? Because usually I'm. Yeah. I go into Walmart and fake shop. I love and it. Just yeah. to talk to people. That's you know? great. So yeah. I leave my basket there. I don't yeah. put it back. Sorry, Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault. I'll call you back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, then when I came to Reno about 12 years ago, my friend uh, did a. Uh, a fundraiser called Comedy Cares for Kids. A really oh, big deal. Yeah. So my very first stage show Aww. was on the main stage at the El Dorado. Neat. And I've gone downhill ever since. Yeah. And, uh, Never been, been now back he's in again. the underground. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm so low. I'm, no, the, yeah. I'm in the underground. Welcome to the bunker. <laughs> it's probably the safest place in the world, actually. Yeah. Yes. I mean, who the heck's yep. going to look for you there? Really? Right. That's yeah. <laughs> so true. And with the cyclone fence around it. The cyclone it. fence. Remember, you can get in because I was able the to get in. Wall. Oh, yeah. Cyclone wall. Cyclone <laughs> wall. The Reno wall. But no, I'm in uh, my producer and a really good friend, uh, Wayne Wright, who is... Uh, uh, is doing something that really no club owners do, and that's give people stage time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Wayne, I will be cold calling you. Yes, I will be cold calling <laughs> you. <laughs> no, he's a, he, a very good guy, very good that's guy, great. and has taught me uh, an awful lot. So mm-hmm. uh, I've been lucky enough to do. Um, uh, I've never, ha- I never had to do an open mic night. It's all been professional nice. stage time, yeah, which is great. unheard of. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And um, and I thank Wayne. 100% for that. And last night he corrected me. He goes, it wasn't Will Durst that told you to get the hair. I told you to get the Trump hair. <laughs> the Trump hair. Oh, I gosh. want And credit. that is incredible, yeah. too. You I love that hair. <laughs> That's, That's million-dollar hair. It's the best hair. Oh, it's good hair. It's good hair. <laughs> Except when it's windy, it blew off and landed in Tonopah <laughs> amongst some aircraft wreckage from oh. Fallon. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I, uh, I, uh, I've been doing it for three and a half years. And do you and take like a bag of Cheetos and crumble it up and then rub it on your face? Or do you actually no, have that color makeup? You know, uh, <laughs> what, no, what's great is, uh, well, skin cancer is not good yeah, at all. No, no. But uh, when I'm up at the ski resort, I have kind of like a red glow. Oh, and yeah. I throw a little white underneath and there you go so there i got go. the natural orange face i love it That's yeah. you got to go see him he's <laughs> incredible yeah. hey the Just main word is farley this weekend you guys farley. Farley. kevin farley and that's chris farley's little brother yep. from chris was on saturday night live mm-hmm. yeah he's fantastic he's going to be at the uh, gsr with me actually or i'm going to be with him however we want to look at it oh yeah at God. 6 30 awesome. at the gsr at the lex nightclub uh fantastic uh, they they treat us so well there uh, and then uh we have a show after that at the pioneer underground tonight also at, at nine o'clock and then tomorrow nice. two shows six thirty and nine thirty. so oh, be there and you'll be, at, yeah. you'll be at both shows be there. be there giant <laughs> monster Saturday <Yeah>. night <laughs> it's bigfoot <laughs> I watch way too much TV in my life. That's, oh, that's also that's how, that's how you get some great material. Though, I have right? never read a book other I, than I, when I was in college. At remember, I was telling you I went. I graduated in Stockton from UNT uh, University near Target, oh. and um, <laughs> have my AA degree, <laughs> and then I went to AA. Well, Stuart is going to be at the Crossroads of the West Gun Show. Mm -hmm. That's at the Centennial Coliseum. It's actually the Reno Sparks Convention Center now. Mm -hmm. 
So selling jewelry yes. and running my booth for me. Yeah, wait, Thank oh, you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I know. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. And autographs yeah. for fifty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it for twenty-five. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's the art of the deal. Okay, you're out, man. I'm in. All right. So I, I, yeah, I heard from you, Spirit. And uh, what's really interesting is that, and I just found this out. I didn't think about this until, oh, I don't know, 15 years ago, something 20 years ago maybe. And um, I don't make any jewelry when I am even out of sorts, let alone being sick. Uh, Because the people are wearing my energy. So, oh yeah, I made this when I was sick. So why, why don't I just give you uh, some sick energy? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I don't do anything. A uh, lady wanted some, uh, a war shield necklace and earrings to match. And she says, can I watch you make it? And I said, sure. Well, I, I can come over today. And I said, no, no, I'm not balanced. And she goes, what's that mean? I said, I'm not balanced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said, so I don't, well, yeah, but I want it. I said, hold it. If you had $50,000 right now today, I'd turn it down because mm-hmm. I, you are wearing me, my energy. And so, and, and so a lot of people, I, I don't think people think about that. And, right. and it just like um, when you're on stage, you shift that energy. Mm-hmm. You shift that negative energy into positive energy. What because a gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, because nobody can, you know, it's like a, a, a negative guy laughing, it doesn't work. You're right. You can prove it because I will sometimes have to drive in costume to where I'm going, oh right? Oh, my goodness, yes. And, and, okay, I'm a horrible driver, so look out, all right? <laughs> so uh, somebody, I will accidentally maybe cut somebody off, yeah. and, the, and <laughs> they're accidentally, yeah. and they are mad, yeah. you know, and I, and I can feel them getting uh-huh. madder as they're coming by yeah. me, right? Oh, yeah. And so... They've got this dirty look on their face, and then I turn with Trump and go, "Oh, I apologize. I'm sorry." <laughs> and they instantly go Start from mad to, to laughing, right? And they awesome. forgot yeah. all about. Yeah, there's no road rage. Yeah. No. And with Anita, so you, Anita, same thing. Yeah. Same thing, and even with the kids and everything else, you just shift that energy into a positive energy, mm-hmm. and and it goes up instead of down. Mm-hmm. So it goes up into the. You know, to the creator, and uh, mm-hmm. it's my drug, making people laugh. I really, yeah. actually, um, it's a nice drug to have. They pay you to take it, by the way. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> that's pretty cool. We <laughs> have to pay to take it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I would do fine okay. in solitary confinement. I think I would just sit there and make myself laugh. I love it. I love it. So, is there a website to go to for this weekend's events? Or yeah, always okay. uh, Reno Tahoe. Dot com, Reno okay. Tahoe Comedy dot com, I should say. Okay, and, so uh, people can check out the different shows out, and times yeah. and all and, that good and stuff. And like I said, boy, do I need Anita. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, talk <laughs> about, I have a website, uh, domain name, that's it. I have nothing get else. You in touch. Yeah. So you can go to AF Designs Online and give her a message that you need her help. Yep. Well, there that you means, go. Oh no. And Stuart Technology. Yes. How to reach you? Facebook. Yeah. Stuart Proud Eagle Grant. Okay. S T U A R T. S T U A R T. Proud Eagle Grant. Yeah. And he will be at the crossroads of the West this weekend. Check that out as well. Shanimal. Yep. 
we're looking for funding for Where Eagles Fly, The Life of Crazy Horse. Mm-hmm. You want to give us some money to get that movie going? Let's do it, huh? No yeah, kidding. Yeah, let's do it. That sounds <laughs> awesome. <laughs> As always, we just want to thank you for tuning in this week to the Nevada Roundup with Shanimal and Michelle. We just are so thankful for you. Can't do it without you. And uh, thanks for all the laughs. God bless you. Yes, have a great week.